Talofa, and welcome back to My Fabulous Blind Life. I'm your host, Nicole, and today we're going to be talking about how to blend a family. So, how do you blend an adoptive family with a birth family? There are dozens of movies and books on this topic. No matter how many books you may read or how many movies you may watch on this topic, there's really no one right way to blend an adoptive and birth family. I can tell you this from personal experience. From an adoptive parent standpoint, I can tell you that it is not easy to let a birth family into your life. I struggle with it greatly and the only reason I actually did it was because it was what my oldest son, who is adopted, wanted. Now, without my oldest son's birth mom, I would never have had the pleasure of being his mommy. So I do have a great deal of respect for her in giving me the gift of motherhood. Now, with that being said, I still have an incredibly hard time with blending our families. I cringe every single time I hear somebody call my son's birth mom his actual mother. When this happens, it usually takes everything I have inside of me not to lose my shit. To me, I feel like there is a huge difference between my oldest birth mom and me. We may still carry the same title of being a mommy, but we have different roles. Now personally, for me, I think there's more to being a mommy than bringing a new life into the world. Now, while my oldest son's birth mom did give him life and bring him into the world, I feel like, personally, I did the harder job of supporting and raising him. I know not everybody agrees with that, but that's just my personal feeling. I know I shouldn't get so offended because other people don't see this topic in the way I do, but unfortunately, I still do get offended. I feel like sometimes other people need to be in your shoes in order to see your life through your lenses in your way. Now, I know this may sound mean and insensitive, but to me, in my eyes, I feel like as far as my oldest son is concerned, I'm the only person in his life that should get the label of being his mommy. Now, when we first decided to adopt our oldest son, we had always had the intentions of including his birth mom. She actually was one of our first foster children. We had always intended to send her letters and photos throughout Jesse's life, but unfortunately, it never really worked out that way. My oldest son's birth mom was constantly moving around and it was hard to keep track of her and send her pictures and letters. And we lost track of her often. She always seemed to pop up here and there and ask for an update in photos and each time she did, I always obliged her. There was actually one point in time in my oldest son's life that she popped up and she was in rehab. She had two other children that had actually been removed from her care. We had actually tried to acquire the other children and get her out of rehab at the same time. Unfortunately, we were never able to get the other two children or her in our home because she had blown out of her rehab before any of that could take place. 
Even after she blew out of rehab, I still did try and get my oldest son's other two siblings placed with us, but with the complications we had with the state, it never really happened. After this incident, for the next several years, my son's birth mom would always pop up here and there. She'd ask for an update in photos and I'd always send them to her. At this point in time, I didn't include my oldest son in these pop-ups because I didn't want his life to get upset at that point in time. Now, when my oldest son would ask me questions about his birth mom, I would always try and be upfront and honest with him without giving too much information away. I had always maintained with my oldest son's birth mom that if she wanted to be a part of his life, she had to remain clean and sober and be a consistent fixture in his life. Now, I think it was probably the fall of 2018 when my husband told me he thought he had seen our son's birth mom in our town, which is where she's actually from. Now, the last we had heard about her, we thought she had been living in Utah and had another baby which would make four children total, including my son. At this point in time, we tried to look her up online. All we could really find out is that she was married and currently living back in our town. We couldn't find any way to contact her, so there was really nothing we could do. One night later that year, we had taken the children to a Halloween festival at my oldest son's junior high. Now, my husband had taken our youngest off to play a game, and my oldest son was participating in a cakewalk. So I sat down on a bench, and as I was sitting there, a voice came up and said, Hello, Nicole, it's me, my oldest son's birth mom. Now, I just about shit my pants, and if I had had false teeth in my mouth, I probably would have spit them out. I said hello to her and asked her what she was doing there. I found out that she was in yet another rehab and apparently her rehab center was helping out at this Halloween festival. She had asked me what she would, should do because she had no idea. She had seen my oldest son and wanted to meet him but didn't know if she should just leave. I was pretty much sitting there stuck on stupid and I really didn't know what to do either. She had told me she had seen him and really wanted to meet him but didn't know if it would be okay. At this point in time, she had informed me that my oldest son was looking at us. I basically figured there was nothing I could do from here and called him over. Now, outside of my oldest son being an infant, this would be the absolute first time he would ever meet his birth mom in person. This was a very hard and emotional moment for all parties involved. My husband walked up and instantly knew what was going on. He offered to take a photo of the two, and as she was leaving, I got her phone number and gave her ours. I asked her to contact us once she was finished with rehab. I hugged her goodbye and then noticed that my oldest son took off out of the building. We found him by our car crying. He was very upset because he thought she, he should have recognized her. We tried to console him to the best of our ability. We asked him if he wanted to go home or finish his evening. He said he wanted to try and have fun and finish the evening out. So that's exactly what we tried to do. Our next week in family counseling, we dealt with the situation and how to move forward from it as a family. 
As a family, we decided that because my oldest son was just about 13 or 14, all communications would go through me. We also decided that in order for her to be in my oldest son's life, she would have to remain clean and sober. Once she got out of rehab, I did sit down and talk with her. I told her about our boundaries and rules surrounding her being on our oldest son's life. She respected them. She was invited to a few soccer games in which she had attended, but then she moved again. And we once again lost contact with her. But she actually got in contact with us just a few short months later. She had ended up in yet another rehab, which was a few hours away from us. She tried to keep in contact this time through text and inquire about my oldest son. She was even able to attend one of his soccer tournaments while she was in rehab. We were pretty okay with the setup we had with her at this current time, and she seemed to be respecting our boundaries. It wasn't until a few years later that I felt like things really took a turn and really changed for us. It turned out that one of my son's half-birth siblings had made contact with him at one of his soccer tournaments we were unable to attend. I remember it like it was yesterday. My son just basically casually came up to me and said, Hey mom, can I talk to you about my sister? I stopped and looked at him very puzzled and said, what sister? And that's when he told me that his birth sister had approached him at a soccer tournament. Now, this soccer tournament had taken place a few weeks prior to this conversation. So I looked at him and I said, okay, and you're just telling me about this now? My son basically acted like it was no big deal. And he was asking me if he could hang out with her at the next soccer tournament. I was really confused and puzzled because the last that I heard, this young lady's adoptive family wanted nothing to do with her birth family. I began to ask my son questions and try and figure out what was going on, to which my son was very evasive and dishonest with me. I was trying to get to the bottom of what really had happened with this interaction with my son and his birth sibling. At this point in time, my husband walked up and asked what was going on. I informed him and told him that our oldest son said he exchanged no information with his birth sister, that they had just arranged to hang out at the next soccer tournament. My husband then took one look at our son and said, you're lying to your mother. I know you have her information and I know you exchanged phone numbers with her. I was trying to be understanding and compassionate with my son and handle this situation very delicately. It seemed to me like my husband was actually just going for the jugular with this one. My son then doubled down on the bullshit story he was spinning. Now, in my husband's defense, he has always been able to tell when our oldest son is lying. Things just got really intense and explosive after this. We were really getting nowhere, so we decided to shut down the conversation. We told our under oldest son we couldn't do anything or make any decisions until we got more information and got to the bottom of this situation. After speaking with our son's birth mom and going through his phone, we finally got down to the bottom of the situation and what was going on. 
We had found out that the kids had actually exchanged information and had been talking for about a month. My son's birth sister had been removed from her adoptive home and put in a transitional living situation, which is how she was able to contact my son. It turned out that my son's birth sister was actually going to live back with her birth mother. There is so much more to this story, but it's really not mine to tell. Well, my husband and I really weren't okay with any of this at all. With the kids still being minors, we felt like the two siblings needed very strict boundaries and rules around them. Outlining these rules and boundaries for these two birth siblings was very difficult to do and created a lot of conflict and discord in our home. Our son didn't really understand and there was really no way to make him see why we were trying to create these rules and boundaries. We had to resort to checking the kids' messages through text to make sure that all birth mom communication was still going through us, our son's parents. I had truly felt like we had come to a comfortable place with the birth mom and blending her into our family, but when these two siblings met, they basically blew all of that out of the water. These two siblings really had no respect for the rules and boundaries that we had already put in place with the birth mom. I think they felt like they should be able to do whatever they wanted to do because they were siblings. We had decided to go ahead and include my son's birth mother and sister in our Thanksgiving dinner that year. As our son's 18th birthday loomed right around the corner, I knew my control over this with these two birth siblings was slowly but surely going to slip out of my fingers. The inclusion of the birth mom and birth sister of our Thanksgiving that year actually went pretty okay. I felt like the birth mom was actually trying to respect our rules and boundaries. I think it was the actual kids that made it awkward for everybody. I don't think the two kids did this with any intention or malice, but at times the kids made all the adults feel like the two of them were the only ones in the room at that time. I don't think these two siblings who were excited about meeting each other really understood how difficult and challenging the situation was for all the adults and parents involved. Once our son turned 18, I basically just asked him that I get a heads up if birth family was going to be invited to any family events. I have tried to be gracious and include them as much as possible in all family events that I feel are particular or important to my son in having them there. Such as my son's high school graduation, I tried to make sure that all family members, at least birth ones, that he wanted to attend had tickets and I made sure that everybody was invited to his graduation party. This is not easy for me to do. There are aspects of blending the birth family into our family that I absolutely don't like. As I said in the beginning, there is no right way to do this, and all I can really do is my best. Now, when my husband and I decided to have another baby, I really didn't think anything of it. I thought it would be just like a natural part of life, and I didn't think there would be any issues. Boy, was I wrong. I really had no idea how having a birth child could have such a negative effect on an adoptive child. Now. Let me tell you, when we had our second son, our first son, our oldest, was 12 years old. 
Our oldest son had been the only child and only grandchild for the first 12 years of his life. And now, within a span of eight months, he was going to have a cousin and a little brother. My son was the apple of his grandparents' eyes for 12 years, and now he was going to share the spotlight with two other babies, and I don't think he liked it one bit. My oldest son had always seemed to be the center of attention, and I think he really preferred it that way. We tried to prepare our oldest son to the best of our ability, but I don't know that any of it helped him. I remember the saddest part of this journey when my oldest son asked me if after the new baby came, he would have to go back and live with his other mom. As my heart broke inside, I turned to him and asked him, why would you think that? My son thought that because I was now having a birth child that I might not want him anymore. As I tried desperately to hold back my tears, I told my son that you are my child too. I just became your mother in a different way. I tried to stress to my oldest child that he would be my son no matter what and no new baby could ever change that. I really had no idea things like that were going through my oldest son's head and later on that night I had a real good ugly cry. My husband and I did our best to reassure him and do special things with him before the new baby came. Once the new baby came, things did get a little rough. I was going through postpartum and my husband had to pick up a lot of the slack. I think it was very hard for my oldest son to all of a sudden have all the attention placed on this little baby. He was used to spending quality time with his father, but now his father was picking up the slack with the new baby in the house. A lot of the attention was diverted to me and the baby. We tried desperately to keep our oldest son's life as normal as possible, but it was very challenging. Our son was really used to running the schedule and us doing special things with him after games and events. But now we always took the baby's schedule into account first and more times than not, the baby's schedule always won out. We really tried our best with our oldest son, but I don't think any of it mattered. We always heard things like, the baby comes first, the baby's schedule always wins out. My oldest son always thought the baby ruined everything. Now I know most of this is probably normal behavior, but it didn't make it any easier for us parents to hear. It seemed there really wasn't anything we as his parents could do to make our oldest son happy. It came out in therapy that our oldest son resented me and my husband for even having our youngest son, Gio. For some reason, I felt like a lot of this resentment uh, focused around his adoption. It seemed that our oldest son could accept his birth sister into our life, but accepting the new baby, Gio, that we had just had was a whole different story. I feel like it was because my oldest son didn't actually have to share any of the attention he got with his birth sister. But as far as Gio goes, our youngest baby, he was always around and always sucking up all the attention that I feel like our oldest son Jesse thought he should have. We tried our best to make our oldest son Jesse feel secure. We tried to explain to him that between him and Gio, there really was no difference to us. I don't know that any of this helped our oldest son at all. It still seems to me that he holds some resentment towards our youngest son, Gio. It seemed like any time my youngest son, Gio, did anything wrong, I might get some sort of smart-ass comment from my oldest son like, Oh, mom, you should have just stuck with one. 
I don't know that there's really anything we can do to fix this. I think we've pretty much tried everything and it's up to our oldest son, Jesse, to come to terms with it. I never really thought having another baby would have such a negative effect on my oldest son. It truly breaks my heart every day and I wish there was something different I could have done. So my fabulous Blind Life listeners, if you like what you heard, please hit that follow or share button. If you wish to help support my podcast journey, please hit that listener support button. For now, I leave you with much aloha and until we meet again, mahalo.